Gucci Minz on location at Shoalhaven High School, where we've just met up with SAS staff here to talk about the 12 months since the Payakuri win and what it has meant for the staff who work here, the change in their lives, change in their outlook, and in particular how the SAS staff handled themselves and their workload during the coronavirus lockdown of schools where there was reduced capacity on campus. As you travel the hallways of this school after hours, it's easy to remember that this is exactly what the school looked like during the height of Term 1 for five whole weeks when students were interrupted from attending classes here. And as a result, SAS staff had to go to extreme efforts to make sure that kids were able to receive their lessons on a weekly basis, on a daily basis. While the intention of the line of questions I was to ask the SAS staff at Shoalhaven High was focused around the pay equity win, the conversations quickly shifted towards the students and the obligations and responsibilities that SAS staff felt for them in order to deliver a sustained education for the children in a year of unprecedented upheaval. What you're about to hear are the anecdotes that paint a picture of pure selflessness that is evidenced in almost every New South Wales school by SAS staff. From what I heard, they were always putting the needs of the students before themselves. These are the stories of the champions of the state. an unprecedented win for the profession how did it affect your life oh it's great yeah having a pay rise is, is always amazing absolutely and very much appreciated yeah yeah, yeah there's such a varied degree of kids that we deal with yes kids with special needs kids from violent homes you know kids from all walks of life yeah. so you're jumping into class behavior classes and special needs classes it sounds like more of a vocation than a profession, right? Yeah, it it yeah. T- takes a, a certain degree yeah. of person to sort of well, step into the role. The teacher's aid, but you're also like a counsellor and you know, the school mum and you know, you wear all sorts of hats. So. Yeah. The coronavirus, a lot of schools sort of just had, went to online learning, but we were one of the very few schools that provided online and also work packs for every kid because a lot of our kids don't have access to internet or yeah. have laptops and things, so they were able to drop into the school, pick up a work pack drop that off so it was yeah. a massive task I can imagine. with coordinating with the kids on the timetable and say year nine they're not all in the same class for every subject there might be one class for maths and a different level for science and then they do woodwork they do different selective Gosh. subjects so then we realized each work pack had to be personalized Absolutely. for each child of well they were in two for maths but they're in one for english and how many students oh i don't know exactly over 600 For me, with the kids that I work with um, in the actual support unit, was very difficult for them in the skills that they have to be able to do the work. So yeah. we were constantly online, step by step, like we would do in a classroom, teaching them how to get through their work packs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for the parents, um, the stress for them and the students was horrendous. Um, and for the mental health of our students and their families while this was going on was, was tough, yeah, really tough. I can imagine. Yeah. Give, me, give me a typical sort of Monday morning when there's no students on campus here but you and your, your, your colleagues are required to prepare packages. What's involved? Oh, well, 
having everything at all the different levels. We've got different kids, different levels. Um, There's special education special classes Special education here. classes. Um, and a lot of them, so if you're thinking about kids that with very low skills, yep. to be able to do a work pack at home and not have internet. Without supervision. Without supervision. You know, some of the, yeah, it was extremely difficult. Yeah, and you had to cater each package to each, each package student. Each package to each student. Yeah. And at, at, at times we were on campus a couple of days and at home. So for a lot of us, we were at home homeschooling our own children. Yes, of as course. As well as doing that online. So we were still doing, you know, I know myself, yeah. I was getting up at three o'clock in the morning, getting stuff done to be able to then sit, homeschool my kids, get... You know, be there on call for the students for school. Yeah. As well, all of that. So, yeah, and it was a tough time for everybody. As you've just heard, the experiences of the SAS staff point to a profession that treat their job as a vocation first and foremost. While these staff members were ever grateful for the pay equity win of 2019, their focus never shifted to themselves but always remained with those whom they serve. The PSA pays tribute to these and all New South Wales SAS staff. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again, and you'll hear from us next week.